0: Hello, I'm Adam Young, editor of the Lubbock Avalanche Journal, and this is The Lead. In this podcast, I'll go over highlights from the past week in Lubbock and the South Plains and offer a look ahead to interesting stories our newsroom will be working on this week. I'm bringing in a few of the Avalanche Journal's reporters to share a bit about a few of the stories they're working on. So let's get started. And now we're joined by the Avalanche Journal's environmental reporter, Brandy Addison, I know you've got a couple of things you're looking at this week, looking at butterflies, you're looking at a little bit about the uh, new Excel energy rate increase and a couple other topics. Uh, I guess what stands out to you?
1: Yeah, so I guess I'm going to take it one by one because I feel like all of these are a little bit important. Um, so first up, I it's going to be in coming weeks. I'm going to talk about the monarch butterfly migration as they go back to Mexico because I know um, recently they were listed on the endangered list. Um, so it's good to see them flying around out here. Um, so I'm just going to do that on uh, where we can see monarch butterfly populations, but also what's really been hurting them over the last three decades because I know that it's been about a... I would say, I I believe it's 80% to 90% decrease in population since the 1990s. So we're just going to dive into that a little bit. Um, I'll also have a pretty big story on this uh, tough farming year, as we know, for cotton farmers, especially dry land. Just kind of talking to a couple farmers on how their year's been, but also quoting someone from the AgriLife office, just saying that this is a catastrophic loss this year. Um they said that they think that production is down about 75%. Previously, that number was about half, but now it's down to 75%. So we'll just look at those numbers a little bit more in depth.
0: And a lot of that's just fueled by the ongoing drought.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and one farmer I talked to, he said, you know, this year wasn't really worse for him because he's a dryland farmer. And he actually told me on average, like he's been out in Floyd Data farming for 30 years. He said on average he might get one good crop out of every seven years as a dry land cotton farmer. So, um, for the most part, yeah, we're talking about drought and heat, uh, extensive, extensive periods of heat waves. Um, I also am working on, like you said, the Excel story um, that kind of overviews their one-year base rate charge. This one effective October 1st. They approved this last year in 2021, but because they had to go through different uh, processes, it's not starting until October 1st. And the spokesman for Excel told me that the average Excel bill is about $150. So with this one year uh, surcharge, it would increase to about $170. So that's a nine to 10% increase. Um, And I know that it's going to be a little bit more detrimental to other classes such as schools and uh, municipalities. Um, And then the last one I'm working on is sorghum producers organization they're kind of leading this uh 65 million dollar partnership for climate smart commodities so what they they got a 65 million dollar grant and what they're doing is uh handing it to farmers to practice more climate smart solutions whether that's uh tilling less or plowing less or using less water whatever the goal is to uh really just be a little bit more eco-friendly in their farming of sorghum
0: Sounds good. Thanks, Brandy. And the uh, butterfly story has me thinking I need to take a trip over to the uh, Arboretum and see if they have any butterflies out there.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I've i seen uh, Vikram Baliga, uh, the greenhouse horticulture manager at Texas Tech, he said that he's seen a lot of monarchs out there at, on campus and that they're actually starting to breed out there and, you know, uh, make more butterflies out there. So that's a good sign.
0: Sounds good. Thanks again, Brandy. Yep. And now we're joined by the Avalanche Journal's courts reporter, Gabriel Mani. Um, I know later this week, you're looking at tentatively, a, uh, I guess, a court hearing that has the impact or potential to impact, uh, I guess, electronic voting um, in, in Lubbock County and perhaps the rest of the state, or at least that's what's being looked at.
2: Yeah. So on Friday, um, there's a hearing tentatively set for a lawsuit um, that's basically trying to uh, forced the county to go to paper ballots in the uh, upcoming general election. Um, the, the hearing is about whether or not a Lubbock court can even decide on this issue. But basically, we have five, uh, at least five uh, Lubbock residents who'd filed a lawsuit, um, which was a similar lawsuit uh, filed in other uh, Texas counties and in Georgia and Arizona that um, it basically alleged specific flaws in those states' election systems, including the Dominion system. Um, the, it's important to note that the, these systems are not used in Lubbock County or any other county in Texas. And so the county um, attorneys are basically saying there's, this lawsuit has no applicability here in Lubbock. Um, basically, the suit seeks to prohibit the use of electronic voting systems and to require the use of hand-marked and hand-counted paper ballots. So... Um, So like I said, on Friday, we're looking at um, a potential hearing on basically just the jurisdiction um, of the Lubbock court, and we'll see what the judge rules on that case.
0: And obviously, this comes in light of uh, county officials and officials across the state um, having uh, to implement new, uh, I guess, paper backup for uh, this upcoming election in November, featuring the governor's race. Thanks for keeping an eye on that, Gib. Sure thing. There's a lot going on around our community, and we love your story, ideas, and tips. Please feel free to reach out to me at ayong at give me a call, or hit me up on social media. Here's hoping the week ahead brings great news and developments to Lubbock our area. The lead is produced with the help of the Avalanche Journal's trends and breaking news reporter, Mateo Rusilas and photo editor, Annie Rice. Thank you for listening, and I look forward to checking back in with you next week.